joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, your host. And today's show is all about smelling yummy and how smelling yummy and using the essential oils and aromatherapy scents that encompass our beautiful planet here is going to help us with having a more fabulous and blissful life. And my guest today is, and I know I'm going to blow your name, so please forgive me because I want to say it and I know it's not how I want to say it, but her name is Therese. You got it right. Yay! Yay. Therese Prentice. And she is this fabulous lady that I'm just, we're just going to jump right in. She is a Holistic living expert, a certified aromatherapist, a board-certified holistic health practitioner, and she is the creator of HolisticLifestyling.com, the Healing Kitchen Project, and the founder of Your Dream Life Movement and Soul Styling Reinvention Studio, Inc., and um, a holistic lifestyle company which is focused on the art of holistic living, which is what this show is all about. Therese is passionate about helping women integrate, embody, and activate a holistic lifestyle, which is fabulous. And not only that, but in their life, in their work, and in their environment. And she truly believes success, um, she believes true success is mind, body, and soul experience. And when you have those two united together, it's magical. And so let's just get started. Therese, welcome to the show. It's fabulous to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I love, love the work that you're doing. We, you know, it's just amazing. So thank you for having me. Oh, well, I'm, I feel so blessed and honored to have you as a guest um, because I love what you're doing, and we are so in synchronicity with how we have this passion and this mission to help others discover that you can be healthy and well holistically and naturally, and it's not really that hard to do. You just have to put some effort into it to get it done. And, and like everything, if you want to be good at something, you got to practice it. And pretty soon practicing it becomes, you know, a natural habit. So let's let's just get into the gist of what you do. Now, I know you do a lot of phenomenal things, but I want to focus on the area of aromatherapy because I haven't had anyone like that on this show. And I think it's really intriguing for people to know more about that and how it can bring healing to their life. So at this moment, I'm going to say all you guys out there listening, as I always say, um, this will be a perfect opportunity for you guys to pull out a piece of paper, a pen or, or pencil, something to write with, sit back and get comfortable in your favorite chair or on your favorite couch, or even if you're driving in your car, pull over, take a moment to just really nourish yourself and soak in this information. 
maybe if you're at home or chilling at your office, you know, make you a cup of coffee, have a cup of tea or have your favorite beverage, something, even hot chocolate on a day like this, something nice and warm and yummy. And just sit back and la- relax and absorb this information that Therese is going to lay upon us. So, Therese, can you tell us what is aromatherapy? Well, aromatherapy is actually comes from the, I'm going to give it in very simplistic form. Aromatherapy comes from the essence of a plant. And so it's extracted from the plants through something called distillation. And these vapors contain the healing properties and energies of the plant. So these um, create medicinal values. So some plant, some things are used like frankincense comes from a resin that's on, that actually grows on the outside of the, um, um, tree. However, we have herbs, we have, we take the essence of those items and we distill them. Those vapors that are captured become exactly what we use in terms of essential oils. We can use them on our body, we can use them to, in some forms, we can use them, <clears throat> excuse me, to um, inhale, we can actually apply them to our skin, and a very few of them we can actually ingest. Oh, I love that. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with aromatherapy, so I'm trying to come at it from a perspective of someone that's not really familiar with it. Okay. Um, so, you know, just bear with me because I'm trying to, I'm trying to engage this conversation as if I was a newbie and didn't know anything about it. And then, you know, so it, it might come off kind of funny, but I just, and I want to apologize to the listeners too if that seems kind of funny to you guys how I'm, how I'm, conversating with Therese is because I know all about this stuff. I love it. I utilize it every day. Mm-hmm. And I know it has such healing benefits that <clears throat> a lot of people don't, don't even know about, let alone realize, um, mm-hmm. want to be able to just go from the ground level so that you guys can get a complete understanding of, of what we're talking about here. Now, Therese, with regards to aromatherapy, you know, you have those beautiful scents. And when I think of aromatherapy, or I'm sure when people come think of it, when it comes to mind, they might think of a time they've had a massage or something like that where maybe lavender scent was utilized or eucalyptus or something like that. How can aromatherapy have an impact on our life? Oh, in so many ways. Um, you know, we can simply take a bottle of, let's say, let's go with lavender, and my three top ones are lavender, lemon, and peppermint, especially for people that are brand new to using essential oils and, you know, they just really don't know where to start. Something simple, things that they've heard of before. With lavender, you can take a few drops and you can just put it on our, the tips of your fingers and inhale it. You know, just put it by your nose and inhale and feel those calming. You know, you'll feel it within minutes in most people, and, and if your body's very sensitive, it can be within seconds. Um, you can also rub it, um, you know, all over your ears. That's another great place, another great place of sensitivity. You can rub them over your ears and feel the effects. You can diffuse it. Um, you know, if you get more involved in it, you can buy a, a simple diffuser. Um, they have them now at all the kind of the health food stores. Um, you can diffuse it so you can inhale it. But the simple inhalation of the essential oil actually has some huge value for relaxing and calming, you know, the body. And so those are the two ways um, I use them. But there's also another way that I love to use them is that using about two or three drops on the bottom of my feet is absolutely, like, wonderful. And um, 
you know, it's a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. You can use them and just massage it into the bottom of your feet and you can just, you know, feel the effects of them. Whether you want to use lemon to kind of lift you up a little bit or detoxify your body, you may want to use peppermint. Peppermint, you know, kind of opens your pores. It's a nice cool feeling in the summertime. Or you may want to use lavender to kind of just kind of relax and mellow out into your day or, you know, just kind of after a long day at work, you can just mellow out with the lavender. I like how you said, um, and, and you guys, we're going to get into more specifics about the different scents um, because it's so yummy and it's a yummy time of year. But I like how you said the putting a couple drops on the bottom of your feet because I do that um, as well. When you go to sleep or when you're getting ready to go to bed, and I just kind of stumbled upon this in you know, my journeys of studying um, to put a couple drops on the bottom of your feet. Say, for instance, lavender, or I have a blend um, that I use called Peace and Calming. And what you do is you put, like she said, you put a couple drops on the bottom of your feet. And then what I do is I try not to, I'm, I'm so like selfish with this, but I try not to get up and walk on my bare feet in my house. Mm-hmm the lavender or the peace and calming essential oils on my feet and then I put socks on so I I put the drops on my feet I rub it in I put socks on and then I try my best not to get up and walk and really allow my body to absorb that essential oil and I have the most amazing relaxing sleep ever when I do that, I, I like to do that when I'm traveling because, you know, when you're traveling and for all you business people out there that do a lot of traveling and you're in different hotel rooms or things of that nature, you might want to write this one down. Get you some lavender oil and do the, the what Therese has just said with putting a couple drops on the bottom of your feet. You will have the most beautiful, relaxing sleep that you could ever have. Um, and it's non-addicting. So it's not like a pharmaceutical medication that you're going to take that you're going to become addicted to. It's very healing to the body and the mind. And um, it's very nourishing as well. And it it really taps into our physiological uh, processes in our body. So love that. I Mm -hmm. love, love, love that. Now, Therese, with with regard to, you know, I I said we're going to get into the, the sense, the actual essence of the sense. But with regards to um, essential oils, when people think about, you know, plants or, you know, like you said, how frankincense is actually a resin mm-hmm. on a tree, when they think about that, they, they can't comprehend that there's something of such goodness and yumminess that can be extracted. Can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, what the essential oils are. And what I mean that is mean, you know, take a, for instance, someone taking a look at a, I'm going to say a rosemary plant. You see the, mm-hmm. see the plant. You can't comprehend that there's actually oil in this plant. You know, you know, it's no made of earth and water and air and, you know, all the elements, but where does the oil come from? So can you explain to the listeners about the, the essence of, um, getting the oil, this nourishment, this this yummy nectar from the plant. Can you explain a little bit to them about that? Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, when we think about extracting out 
the actual oil from the plant. You know, we have energy that everything's energy. And so when we think about, um, let's say, rosemary, and we if we take that rosemary in a very simplistic form and we actually crush it between our fingers, we're going to have some kind of residue on our fingers. Any plant you do that. It's that essence in the simplest form because when we start talking about distillation and extraction, it can get a little complicated, but in the simplest form, we just take a leaf, and we just take the leaf and press it between our fingers, and we see that oil or that residue that's left on our fingers. Think of that in the sense of that's the essential oil. That's the oil, that the essence of that plant that's actually in your finger. But if you could bottle that up, you know, and take it through a very complicated process, that's exactly what you would have in a larger quantity for you to really heal your body. Mm, I love that. I'm, I mean, I'm just, just, just the tone of your voice and how you're explaining things. I have this like, I'm having an ohm moment. Mm. <laughs> really calm. I really want to get my essential oils out and play with them right now, but, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I just know how, how well it worked for me, um, and my clients in, and I know you've had wonderful experience as well. Now, how do you use aroma? Well, let me back up. Why is the topic of about stress and aromatherapy of such interest to you? Ooh, oh, my gosh. Well, I have been, you know, I was playing, as I'll say it now, I was playing with aromatherapy since the 80s. And, um, you know, I saw the effects of them for me and they're 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 very quick in terms of how they affect the body and besides you know addressing the issue that you have now it's these underlying things that it does like just completely start to balance your body out you know like things that you didn't maybe you think you had but you actually felt the effects of it just balances you um it goes kind of where it needs to go in in within your body and so I used aromatherapy. I started, you know, blending, and I started having my friends try it, and they had effects too. And so, you know, fast forward, I just started using it more and more. It was almost like a hush-hush back then. But then all of a sudden, I started to see more and more, you know, people talking about aromatherapy. It's actually more mainstream now than it ever was, but it's something very simple, that you can use to have these huge effects in your life. And so I just incorporate more and more, and I teach people just simple things that they can do to make huge changes in their life. They get hooked, and then they want more. Oh, I love that. And and how um, how effective is aromatherapy with regards to, you know, reducing stress levels or eliminating stress? I, I mean, we can get into, you know, more specific mm-hmm. plants or essential oils that are used for that. But just overall on a general, you know, general generalization, um, how is it uh, effective, you know, in reducing stress? Okay. So let's say you have a headache. So that's pretty common among people that can all, everyone can relate to a headache. <clears throat> so having a headache, you may have some tension in, let's say, the forehead, your forehead. You can actually just take a little bit of lavender, massage it into that area. You can inhale it, and it just kind of eases away the stress 
of the day, you know, like we talked about putting on your feet. There's a study that was done for something that's really stressful for a lot of people, and that's the MRI machine. Yeah. And this was done at Memorial Sloan Kettering. And, you know, they do a lot of MRIs because they're a cancer center. They saw 95%, 95% um, success rate with diffusing vanilla mm. and lavender when they put a person into the MRI machine. Wow. And if anyone has had an MRI, I raise my hand, I have. And I can tell you that is not a fun experience being put in a little tunnel. But I can just, I can, I can see it. I can envision it that, you know, just those two oils, um, vanilla and lavender, um, diffused can really help someone relax to the point that they can take that experience in. So just in relation to everyday stress, that's a pretty stressful experience going into an MRI. And so 95% is huge. That is, that is. I, I hope that medical, we have some medical people on or, you know, people listening from the medical community as well because I do know that people do have a lot of stresses when it comes to being in somewhat what they feel are enclosed spaces. And in my career, um, seeing people, you know, having to go, you know, get an MRI or a CAT scan, usually in my situation it was like, you know, urgent. But, you know, they were stressing about being in this tubular thing. Um, Didn't even realize that they may have had a little bit of a phobia when it came to being in enclosed spaces. But if there was something that was available to them that, you know, they could inhale, such as, you know, just putting a little bit of lavender and vanilla on their fingertips and as they're being inserted or moved into the the tubular contraption to, you know, do what it needs to do, that it helped them relax. That would be profound, and I think that's something that every hospital should be incorporating. Of course, you know, you have those people that have those smell sensitivities and things of that nature, um, but, you know, that could be something that could be brought up in a questionnaire, you know, just to make the patient's experience with something that might be frightening to them just a little bit better. You know, it's like we sometimes we do things where we neglect stuff from the masses because a couple people have a reaction or experience, a bad experience with it. So we neglect taking care of the masses for a few people. How about let's reverse that and let's take care of the masses and then address those few people that have issues, just address them where we can, you know, address them appropriately so it fits for them. But that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show. (laughs) Get on the soapbox here, but yeah. Okay. So tell us, how do you use aromatherapy in your practice? Ooh, in a number of different ways. Okay, so number one is I'm a Reiki practitioner and a master <laughs> teacher. And so I use that. I use the oils when I perform Reiki, which is a healing modality for those that aren't aware of it. I'm an energy healing modality, so I use the aromatherapy um, or essential oils to balance their chakras. I also use it um, with crystal healing as well, so I use the um, essential oils. I also make blends, custom blends for ailments. You know, um, recently it's been the big thing with um, arthritis. I've been known to have clients come in walking with a cane or with, um, you know, ace bandage, knee. That just happened the other day, and I use, I create this blend, and I just know what they need, and 
they walk out without whatever they came in with. So um, I use them and I blend in that way, you know, mixing maybe a couple together based on what their conditions are, whether it's inflammation, what have you, and I address that um, that way. And then I also use them when I'm, I, I'm out and about. I, I'm out and about and I'm talking with people and they tell me something's going on with them. I have a healing, I call it healing on the go. Mm-hmm. So I have about eight oils that I know are commonplace that I walk around with in little vials. And when people say things to me, you know, when talking, mm-hmm. I just give them I have little cotton um, cotton pads. I just put a little bit of um, essential oil on it for them to inhale. I use them for cleaning, um, and I also help people with all sorts of conditions that they have, whether it's an abscess and we use tea tree or, you know, they have um, a headache or they don't want to use antibacterial, um, you know, gels and things like that, then I give them maybe aloe vera gel with a little bit of um, a blend called On Guard with it. So I just incorporate it into my daily life and I teach my clients to do the same thing. So bit by bit, visit by visit, Moment by moment, anytime you, they connect with me, there's an awakening of some sort. So the awakening may be a new um, blend I've created or a new way for them to heighten their spirituality. So it all depends on the individual, and I intuitively will know what they need, and then I provide that for them um, so that they can continue on their journey of you know, spiritual awakening or healing their body. I like that because... Um I like how, you know, with, within what we do, it is a lot of intuitiveness. And I like the fact that you use the essential oils to really heal people. But what I think is even more profound is that people allow you to use them on them. And they understand that the healing, even though it's very powerful, it, it is very powerful. It occurs at such a, it, it occurs very subtle, almost to the f- fact that you don't even know it. For instance, um, you know, having a stressful day, you, you know, you just want to, you know, cuss out the next person that comes across you that looks at your cross eye. You just have one of those kind of days. And you pull out some lavender oil or, and, you know, you just smell the essence of the, the yumminess of the lavender oil. And before you know it, and I, I guess I'm speaking about myself, <laughs> but before you know it, you know, you're really calm and you don't even know it. All you know is, you know, five minutes ago I was ready to kick so-and-so through the door and now I'm like not even really bugged out about it. I'm really just relaxed and at a really peaceful place. And But it's so subtle, you know, so subtle that you don't even know it's happening. It's like when you get a pimple, you know, you, well, sometimes you can feel them coming, but, you know, you go to bed and then you wake up and you have this pimple and then, I know you know lavender, if you put a little lavender oil on that pimple, it's healing. It will help the pimple to go away or tree tea oil or something like that. So, um, you know, you use it with your clients and you heal them. And I like how you said that you had the lady or the person come in with a cane suffering from pain in their joints and you made the special blend for them and you utilize it, you know, during maybe a Reiki session or something like that and the person was able to walk out without that cane. Now, that's powerful because the person believed in you, you know what they needed, you did what they needed, 
And lo and behold, they're the living proof that I came in crooked and I'm leaving straight. And and all she did was use some, some stuff on me that smelled really good, you know? <laughs> exactly. That in itself, guys out there listening, if you have not um, absorbed this information, we're telling you about these yummy essential oils that not only smell well, but are so profoundly beneficial to your mind, body, and spirit. Keith, continue listening because we're going to give you some good stuff here and you're going to want to run out and pick up some essential oils after we're done because when we get through with you, you're going to be hooked on essential oh, I get yeah. it. Right, Therese? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So now um, you, you do phenomenal work. And, um, and of course, we're going to let everyone know how they can get in touch with you. But with regards to um, utilization of the essential oils, what are the best essential oils for a person's stress management regime? You know, that just anyone, anyone can utilize. Okay, so I love lavender, lemon, and peppermint. And those would be my foundational pieces for anyone starting out, you know, because you can do so many things with them. And I'm going to tell them about a little later about how they can use those oils, those three oils, 101 different ways Ooh. in their life. So though, that's why I like those three, because there are so many ways you can use them, and they kind of layer themselves in terms of healing the body. But two others that are my favorite are geranium and Lang Lang. Lang Lang has been my favorite for so long. Um, And I use, it's like if I had to have, you know, a few oils that I only could have, these would be the five that I would definitely have. And then there's one other because we have so much inflammation going on is juniper. Berry. Mm. And that would be the other one that I couldn't live without. So I would add, that would be six, you know, that I just couldn't live without. And I love juniper. I use juniper so much with um, people that have arthritis um, because that inflammation indicates there's a stressor in the body. And so I want to help them with that stressor. And I love Lang Lang because it's just so relaxing. And um, I love to put it on the bottom of my feet. And it's good for, I think, the ladies. You know, it's also kind of like an aphrodisiac, too. Okay. But, um, <laughs> you know, but it's great with nervousness and, you know, physical exhaustion and depression and stress. And it just has so many great benefits, nervous tension. You know, so it just mellows you out. To it's calming, and you know it. It also has this like kind of like antidepressant set. Um, it's like almost like a sedative, but it's very mild and soothing. So I would just say it's like calming. So that's one of my favorites, along with lavender. Lavender is just the go-to for just about everything under the sun. Right. So you know, I those would be my you know top five choices would be lavender, lemon, peppermint geranium and lang lang let me ask you do you ever use any winter green in oh yeah mm-hmm. okay well i'm sorry I'm, you guys we'll we'll, we'll get into specific, <laughs> but 
I mean, it, it's just such it's you, it's just such a yummy, and when I say yummy, I mean it's yummy in all aspects of you know our our healing for our body. It's, mm-hmm. They're just so yummy, and um, and I just get so excited when I have someone that um, speaks my language and does my thing. So, <laughs> so it's, it's you know I. I you just to see me. I've got this big old grin on my face as you're talking because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm like this little excited kid in a candy store, and she's talking about my favorite candy, essential oil. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are the okay? So, what do you believe aromatherapy is simple? What do you believe is the simplest form of aromatherapy? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. What what do um what do I think is the simplest form of aromatherapy? Of, a, of aromatherapy. Yeah. Well, the simplest form is just the inhalation of it. You know, it's getting that essence, that scent, inside of your body. Mm-hmm. The simplest form is inhalation. You don't need anything. You just open the oil and inhale. So there's, there's, that's, you don't need any devices, you don't need even a cotton swab, you don't need a tissue. Right. Just open the bottle and take a nice deep breath in and take another deep breath in and let it out and take another deep breath in and let it out. And there is your solution. Oh, beautiful. So see you guys, this show is not only about bringing you profound information about reducing and eliminating stress in your life, but we're also here to guide you and show you simple ways that you can do this and be successful with it. Simple ways and simple things that you can incorporate into your daily living that you can be successful with and maintain and have sustainability with, with regards to uh, maintaining your stress levels. And so, How simple is that? Get a bottle, I'm going to say, for instance, of lavender oil. Open it up. Deep breath in. Let it out. Deep breath in. Let it out. And bam, you have a simple, very simplistic form of healing that is very rejuvenating, restorative, and relaxing for your your mind, body, and spirit. Therese, now, you know, I know there's elements with regards to the aromatherapy healing, what are the four elements of aromatherapy healing? Um, they are, I would say the four elements of aromatherapy healing are emotional, spiritual, energetic, and healing. Because it affects our emotions. Um, we can pick oils for emotional wellness. We can pick an oil for and some of them will affect all four. We can um, pick an oil for our spiritual um, awakening and healing. I talk a lot about awakening because there's so much of it going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but spiritual um, healing and um, for meditation and opening ourselves um, up for new information. Um, also, it, everything has an energetic um, property. And so it, it can affect our energy fields as well as, you know, internally, almost like energy medicine. Mm-hmm. And then the healing effects are profound on so many levels. And sometimes we use them for one particular type of thing that we believe that we need healing for. Mm-hmm. But because of its medicinal value, it will heal so many other things that we didn't even know that we had. <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. It, it really is true. 
um, opposite spectrum of that would be you go to the doctor, they give you a prescription for whatever your ailment may be. That prescription is supposed to, you know, naturally work on the, that particular ailment, but then also affects other areas in the body, which the physician doesn't always explain to the patient. Let me backtrack. The physician, the physician never explains to the patient. <laughs> Just put it out there. And you doctors out there know you guys don't explain the medication to the patient that you're taking because you you assume that the pharmacist is going to be explaining all that to them. You just prescribe the medication and you leave it up to the pharmacist to explain the you know the ins and outs of the medication. However, the pharmacists explain the medication, how to use it, side effects, and things of that nature. But they don't go into the aspect that yeah, you may be taking this medication for your tuberculosis, but it's killing your liver. They don't tell you that part because then they mm-hmm. need to give you another medicine to help combat the effects of what the tuberculosis medication is doing for killing your liver, right? So what I'm trying to say is that with regards to everything that you take into your body, whether you take it in orally, whether you take it in, you put it on your body, whether you inhale it, just be aware that it's going to affect not only what you're taking it for at that specific point in time, but it's also going to have effects on other areas of your body. And the reason why I love aromatherapy and utilization of essential oils is because I might be inhaling or um, doing inhalation of lavender oil to calm my stress levels down, but I also know that because it's so natural, it's a God-given natural medicine to me that it's going to calm my stress levels down, but it's also going to calm and relax my body and my muscle tissues as well. And it's going to have beneficial effect on the other aspects that it affects in my body subtly. So that is why um, I like the utilization of aromatherapy and essential oils because the additional areas that affect is it, it doesn't affect them negatively. It affects them positively. I guess that's what I'm trying to say in, in the long context of my sentence. Um, and I know you can relate to that as well, Therese, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it just, it's so profound. It's just, you just have to try it. You just have to try it. Yeah. We, you know, we are hooked. We are, we're advocates of it. We, we know what it does. We, we've seen what it does. We know the benefits that it has. And I would say it, almost, it has all positive benefits. But we, we're already sold. We need for you guys to go out there and try it. And I can almost say, I guarantee you will be sold because once you start realizing the profound effects that's having on you, you know, that are subtle. That's It's just, just it. It's not going to hit you in the head like a baseball hits you in the head. It's going to be really subtle. You're just going to all of a sudden notice, wow. I feel good or, mm-hmm. you know, I've used some lemon essential oil and I feel vibrant or, you know, I, I you know, I put, I put on a little lavender on my feet at, last night and I slept really well. I woke up, you know, I feel good. You know, it's just things like that. It's really subtle, but you will notice it because you'll be like, I just feel better than I did before I started using it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that people can do um, with regards to, you know, their job um and utilizing essential oils to combat, like, major stress on the job? Or is there anything that people can do with it? Do you have any recommendations when it comes to that? Well, one thing is, is if you can um, diffuse it. I know that sometimes, you know, in office space, it's common space, and so it may not be welcomed. But if you can, a small diffuser to um, emit 
the essence into the environment can really shift um, the environment and make it more palatable and calming. Um, you can also use your own personal, um, have your own personal use of um, essential oils at, in the workplace where you can take a little bit of lavender and put it on the back of your neck Mm-hmm. and make that an application there for yourself, you know, because you can't probably take off your shoes and put it on the bottom of your feet. But um, you can also get some little clay diffusers that you can put on your desk and drop a few drops in that. I use that at um, night. I put a couple of drops in it and it emits it into the air, a little clay diffuser. Um, but they have several diffusers that you can um, use. You can plug it into the wall and, and use it as an air freshener. So there's, um, you know, a number of different ways that you could use it. But I would say diffusing it um, in your office would be the best way. And if you can't do that, then go to the personal use version of just putting it on the back of your neck. Um, also, you could um, massage it, um, like, around your ears. Those are some sensitive areas. And then, of course, as we spoke about before, you can inhale it. And that always does the job, you yeah. know. And you can share it with others, you know. Share the, share the power of essential oil with your coworkers. It'll help them, too, <laughs> and help you. Love it. Um, now, <clears throat> I just want to back up just a minute because I know what a diffuser is. You know okay. what it is. <laughs> but, you know, there are people out there saying, what the heck is a diffuser? What is that and where do I get it? So can you just tell them what a diffuser is and where they could possibly pick one up? Yes. You can, a diffuser, since everyone pretty much knows what a vaporizer is and how it works, a diffuser is like a vaporizer. So, you know, if you've had a cold, I know as a kid, the vaporizer was huge, and most people still use them. You took a little bit of Vicks and you put it in the vaporizer. Well, I'm saying mix the Vicks and use, you know, get a diffuser, which is designed to use essential oils, and put the essential oil in there, and then it'll emit like a little steam out. And when it the steam emits, it will have the essential oil essence in it. And you can just take it all in. So basically, a diffuser is like a um, vaporizer for essential oils. Yes. Okay. So now we're clear on that. You guys heard that. A diffuser is like a vaporizer for essential oils. Now, Therese, where can they pick up or where can they get a diffuser? Do you offer stuff like that? Um, I do offer a few, but you know, I do offer a few diffusers and you know, I'm, when I, when I give them their little creepy, their, you know, ebook that they can learn a lot about, mm-hmm. they could get something there. But you know, to keep it simple, just go to Google and type in, um, you know, aromatherapy diffuser and you can find them and see pictures so you kind of know and can decide. There's a lot of them on the market to choose from, but just put in aromatherapy diffuser and you will have everything from a car diffuser all the way up to a high-end one that you can actually put in your living room. So mm. it all depends on, you know, your taste and how you'd like to incorporate that in your life. Oh, oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that information. Cause so now you guys have the information about the diffuser and where you can get it or where you can find out more information about them. 
Google is fabulous. You know, we all we all Google everything. Whenever I want to know something, <laughs> let me Google it. You know, me and my right. husband talking basketball last night. I'm trying to figure out this player for the Chicago Bulls that I couldn't think of, you know, to play with Michael Jordan. Oh, let me Google it. So, you know, Google is fabulous for finding out where a bunch of uh, – to find out a bunch of information and definitely to pick up things that, you know, we're talking about here as well. Um now, are there any restrictions on the utilization of aromatherapy? Are there anything that people should be aware about that they, you know, that are restrictive or they shouldn't be doing with aromatherapy? Um, yes, there's a couple things. Well, first of all, um, you know, there if you're going to use um, some of the oils like a bergamot, you don't want to go. It's um, in, it's photosensitive, so you don't want to go out in the sun after using like a bergamot. Um, there are a few um, oils that are on the do not use list if you are like hypertensive, high blood pressure. Right. One of them being um, hyssop, uh-huh. another one being rosemary and thyme. So if you have any of those conditions, I would talk with your holistic health practitioner or your doctor related to those three, which would be rosemary, thyme, and hyssop for high blood pressure. And the other thing I always caution people, all essential oils are not created equal. And so in the United States, um, I tell people to refrain from ingesting them unless they are working with a practitioner who knows the quality of the essential oils. Um, and so that way they can, you know, not get themselves into any um, challenges around that. I am, I am European trained, and so um, because of that, I mm. do believe in the ingestion of some oils, and mm. I, you know, work with my clients, but I tell them all the time, don't just go and pick up a bottle of oil because you work with me on them. I would prefer to direct you on which ones I know to be true for you to ingest. So that would, those are my precautions around, you know, um, essential oils. But everything else pretty much um, is really good for you, and you can inhale them, and you can apply them topically to your body. Um, the ingestion is just where I would be a little more cautious and have a skilled person direct you with that. Yeah, thank you. Um, and, again, I'm going to reiterate what Therese said with regards to uh, all essential oils are not created equal and really – you know, if you're thinking about doing any kind of ingestion of them, really it's best to work with a holistic practitioner or your physician or someone that's really, uh, and I wouldn't even say a regular physician, I would say you would have to do some work with an integrative physician um, or, or naturopath or homeopathic physician. Someone that really is versed in the art of aromatherapy and utilization of the essential oils for healing, um, because they are are not all created equal, and you you just you just don't you just want to be you just want to be careful, and you just really want to get um, or utilize the guidance of uh, an authoritarian authoritative figure, such as someone like Therese that knows about it, knows what she's doing, has been using them for a long time, has used them with her clients. And has had really tremendous success. She can guide you to what is best for you, especially if you have different medical conditions. You need to be aware of that. And I like how she mentioned about if you have high blood pressure, because that's that's very prevalent in our society today. And a lot of it has to do uh, with regards to our stress levels. And so, again, if you have high blood pressure, please uh, seek out your physician 
before utilizing anything. But I would say it is safe for someone to utilize, and I think Therese would agree, uh, lavender oil. If you have a condition like high blood pressure, um, anything that's going to help re- relax you and reduce what's going on inside you and bring a sense of calmness to you um, that's safe is good to utilize. Um, and I would just say stick with lavender oil. And when you want to get really exotic and creative, give Therese a call or send her an email and she can help you uh, create. And she can create something for you specifically to help you. And she's the expert at that. Now, Therese, I want to share, I know you shared your favorites, lavender, peppermint, lemon, lang lang, geranium, and juniper berry, but um, I want you to share some others that you, you like, or how about this, do you have any secret recipes that you would like to share with the listeners? Well, yeah, I'm always happy. We always have our little secret recipes that we love. I mean, just absolutely love. But one of the simple um, recipes that I use, and um, I, I teach people to use the same thing, is that um, I love to use frankincense. Mm-hmm. Um, because I blend it with all kinds of things. I mean, frankincense is you know it's it can be a little expensive yeah. but you know i think the benefits outweigh the cost and so i love it for meditation but i blend it with a little orange and it just smells so wonderful because, you know, the orange is that citrus scent mm-hmm. and the frankincense is grounding. And when you put the two of them together, it's pretty magical. So I love um, those two um, together. And then another one that you can um, mix together with that is um, geranium. Mm-hmm. Geranium is another great one. And, you know, here's how I tell people to blend. And this is not, I was very resistant to this. And one of my mentors said, you know, just go with the flow of it. You'll know what works for you. So take a drop of one and put a drop of the other. Mm. Then take a drop of the other and, you know, see so how now a two to one. So let's say we'll start with a drop of frankincense mm-hmm. and a drop of orange. Inhale it. How does it, How do, you know, like, does it smell good to you? And if it doesn't, you're like, oh, it's kind of missing something, add another drop of orange if you're more to the citrus side. Mm. If you're more of a grounded kind of person, you like grounded kind of sense or earthy sense, then you may want to put an extra drop of frankincense. And to be honest with you, that is blending 101. And when you learn to blend like that, you won't do the things that I did in this show, like, well, how many drops should I put of this? And how many drops should I put of that? And you'll actually start to tune into your own body and see what it needs um, and what it likes. So I would blend it that way and then just inhale it and see how you like it. And then what you can do is you can apply that to your body, Um, you know, because frankincense is like an inspectorant. It's it's soothing. It's relaxing. It's an antidepressant. So you can use that with a little Mm -hmm. orange. And what it will do is like invigorate because they're kind of opposing. One lifts your spirits, one's more calming, and you'll like kind of get that invigorating feeling calming but invigorating with the orange wow um 
that that is good. And I like how you said just, you know, uh, experiment a little bit, you know, start with one drop of <clears throat> frankincense and then, you know, one drop of orange and see if that resonates with you. And I, I will also say that if you're feeling a little worried or you have a little bit of anxiety going on, utilizing the essential oil such as frankincense, which is really grounding, is going to help with that anxiety and worry um, because it's going to ground you. When you're anxious and you worry, you're up in the airs and you're up in the ethers and um, you need to be brought back down to earth. <laughs> and that's what frankincense will do to you. It's very grounding. And then also people that, you know, she touched on that, those of you that might be having a little bit of depression issues, you know, by utilizing those two combinations um, that blend, you know, both grounding and then the, the orange essence, um, is uplifting that's going to be really really perfect for you uh, to help uplift your mood uplift your spirit and, and you know bring about a better day for you the smells are just so yummy and then I would also add to that um, meditation would you say any or let me ask Therese because she's the expert what would you recommend as far as an essential oil for someone to utilize during meditation? Oh, boy. Well, you know, frankincense is on that list for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, another favorite of mine is sandalwood. I mean, that is some good stuff there. <laughs> sandalwood is, you know, it's very, it's becoming more and more, it's rare. And, you know, I get them from different parts of the world, uh -huh. but I get, I get them from a woman who actually goes to Omen and brings them back. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. Yeah, so I get, I get notified when, when she arrives. When it arrives, when the sandalwood arrives, I get a, I get a, a email to say sandalwood's in, you know, so sandalwood is, is very, very good for, you know, your spiritual practice. It's great for opening, um, opening your consciousness. The same with frankincense. Frankincense is divine for meditation. Mm, um, mm. It connects your mind, your body, and spirit to your spiritual path. You know, so frankincense for sure, for sure. Sandal would be, would be another one. Um, and, you know, we go back to, um, you know, for those that are, you know, read the Bible, um, the Bible it, it has several of these um, essential oils and which I would put as one of my, you know, spiritual oils or uh -huh. oils that I use when I make anointing oils uh -huh. would be myrrh as well. Uh. Um, because when you have a feeling of overwhelm or you're exhausted, you can use, um, you know, um, myrrh as part of your meditation and part of your prayer. It grounds during your meditation. Um, it also it has energies that actually um, affect those that um, are going through grief. Myrrh mm -hmm. is a great oil for that. And so we, you know, any those three, I think, are like the the grandfather or grandmother of, you know, um, meditation and spiritual path and consciousness um, of the essential oil. So they would always be ones that I will have on hand um, for and, and recommend to anyone. Oh, I like that. I, 
I like everything you're saying, but <laughs> because I'm familiar with it and can say, you know, amen, you know, yes. you be to, to rest in her, her expertise in this because I know what she's talking about, you guys, and it works. And I, you know, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a certified meditation specialist and I do that and I utilize what you say and the, or the essential oils that you said. However, um, I don't have any sandalwood, and I definitely don't get my sandalwood from Om, Omen. <laughs> and um, myrrh, you know, I don't have any myrrh. But <gasps> think about those essential oils that you just mentioned. They go all the way back to, I'm going to say, before biblical days. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. They go way back. They go way back, you guys. Yeah. This is some ancient healing stuff. And when you think about the ancient societies, what always comes to mind was, I would say, it has to be the greatest ancient society that probably has ever existed and ever will exist, and that's the Egyptian culture. The ancient Egyptians were doing all of this stuff. We think it's new. Let me tell you, it's been around for thousands of years. And in fact, there are hieroglyphs that state that, you know, the ancient Egyptian used herbal, herbal remedies. They utilized essential oils. They utilized technology that we think is new to us today. They utilized thousands of years ago. So this is not new. It's not some fango woo-woo stuff that we're just sitting here talking about. It really is ancient healing being brought to the forefront of our society today. And I think it's very important for us to tap into this information and this knowledge. So when when Therese mentioned frankincense, myrrh, and sandalwood, it's like, wow, you can go in the Bible and find those words, mm-hmm. in there, right? So oh, yeah. it's it's just... It's just fabulous, you guys. Just take this information, this healing information, and put it into use today, beginning today. And before we go, I want Therese to tell us a couple of things. First of all, I want you to share your thoughts about the feature of utilizing aromatherapy in the treatment and management of stress. Mm, Hands down, the quickest, most effective healing element that God gave us plants are our medicine mm-hmm. and we should we really should embrace them because they're the simplest form of healing our body mm. beautifully said beautifully beautifully said I like that and and you guys out there again we're bringing or I, I bring to you information that is simple easy to do. Well, let me rephrase that. It's simple. It's easy information. May not always be the easiest thing to incorporate, but my goal is to try to bring to you guys things that you can utilize immediately after you, you listen, finish listening to the show. And so if you take one or two things out of each show over the course of a period of time, you have, you will have incorporated a lot of natural healing modalities into your life just by listening to my guests like Fabulous Therese here or others. It's, it's, we're not trying to we're not trying to change the whole world we're trying to change those that are well let me rephrase this we're not trying to change anybody we're bringing information to the forefront for those that are ready to receive it and ready to act and have an optimal way of living with optimal health and wellness 
Mm-hmm. So, Therese, tell people how they can get more of you. Tell them, you know, how they can get in contact with you, if you have anything you want to offer them, how they can get more of you in your holistic healing and, and of course, there's aromatherapy and how they can connect with you with getting essential oils. Give them the scoop, girl. Well, thank you so much, Rochelle. I mean, I've had such a great time here. Um, and I love, you know, I'm talking about something I absolutely love. This is my lifestyle. This is what I do. Um, and I, you know, so the easiest way to get in contact with me is to, well, first of all, you can always Google me, which is TerezePrentice.com, but you can go to Holistic Lifestyling. So it's lifestyle with an I-N-G dot com. And I do have a, you know, a um, special gift for everyone. Um, it's called 101 Ways to Use Three Simple Essential Oils to Reinvent Wellness in Your Life. Mm-hmm. So it's 101 Ways to Use Three Simple Essential Oils to Reinvent Wellness in Your Life. And that you can pick up at EssentialOilsMadeEasy.com. So Essential Oils madeeasy.com and it's taking those three oils that we talked about today lavender, lemon and peppermint and really embracing that in your life and I'm sure that you will find you know, so many different benefits that it will probably blow you away that those three oils can do 101 things in your life to reinvent your wellness wow so, you guys, there you have it from the aromatherapy, holistic health practitioner, board certified aromatherapist. Let me put that, let me put it in correct terms, board certified aromatherapist and holistic health practitioner, Therese Prentice, giving you a wonderful gift that you can transcend and share with all those in your life. And of course, Please follow up with Therese if you're interested in knowing more, you want to work with her. She does a lot of stuff. She's a terrific and fabulous healer. She practices living a blissful life every day, which is what we do. And she's real. She's authentic. She's the real deal, you guys. And and so, Therese, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you for offering the listeners that free, fabulous gift. I'm actually going to take advantage of that as well. And, um, you know, with, with, with so much love and light in my heart that I'm sharing and sending to you right now, I just, um, I just, I'm just beaming. I just can't thank you enough. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I mean, this has been, you know, this is what I love to do. So this has really made my day. I love sharing and helping men and women awaken to what's possible for them. So thanks again. You're welcome. Yay. So everyone, I'm giving a clap for my guest, Therese Prentice, and I want to, as always, thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Please tell your friends, family, those you love and care about, about the show. Give them the link, the website, the everything so that they can tune in and get the information that you're getting as well. I um, will sincerely and truly appreciate that. And as always, you know, as I close out the show, I just want to remind you all about the Blissful Living Retreat that's going to be occurring March 7th through the 9th at the Silverado Resort in Napa, California, and there'll be more information about that. And then 
also um, just really want to thank you guys for listening today. It's been a fabulous, yummy show. And as, as in closing, I'd like to wish you uh, peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I'm wishing you all a fabulously blissful living day. Goodbye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And, of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.